Greetings, Carl here. Uh, Want to talk to you about money for a minute, particularly around investing. Um, and just I want to get one narrow and simple point across. There is so, and, and maybe I should tell you what the point is. The point is the investment process that you choose only, <laughs> sorry, I get pretty, only matters to the degree that it will influence your behavior. Right? The investment process only matters to the degree that it influences your behavior. Right? Here's what I mean. There's so much out there about you know, the best investment process. Active versus passive, index funds versus hedge funds. You know, like there's a million, a million, everybody has an opinion, everybody has, it's, it's so confusing can be so confusing and I think it's really important to understand that the filtering function for you should be what's going, what can I stick with? What's going to help me behave? What can I behave with for a decade or more? That should be the forcing function. That's the question you ask. Not what's the best or what's the latest or what's the coolest. It's what can I actually behave? Because here's the thing. You can build, and I have done this myself, and I have watched clients do it, and I have watched the investment public, investing public do it for you know, 20 years now. Build the most beautiful portfolio ever, right? That ekes out the last bit of potential return. Scour the planet. Look, it's the most modern, you know, it's, it's what's in the news. It's what like, whatever it is, build the most beautiful portfolio. It could be based on academic evidence. It could be based on the news, like whatever. Your definition, the most beautiful portfolio ever invented <laughs> and misbehave one time, right? Blow out of it in 2008 or early 2009. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So the forcing function should be what portfolio can I behave with? What portfolio will influence my behavior? Now, you know, actually, I don't have any suggestions. I don't have any suggestions. That's the principle, right? The principle is what portfolio will affect, will help me behave correctly. That's the, that's the principle I tell financial advisors to use in terms of building portfolios for clients. It's what I tell my friends to use. It's what I tell the public to use. Like what? And now this, this may be an important little discussion. If you work with a financial advisor, which it should be no surprise to you, I'm a huge fan of. Um, I'm a huge fan of real financial advisors. There's plenty of fake ones out there, but there are real ones, plenty of real ones. Um, I know a lot of them. So... The, the, that should also be a forcing function on your relationship with your financial advisor. There are going to be times, and what I mean by that is choose a financial advisor, build a relationship with a financial advisor that will help you behave. Right? If you've got a financial advisor that you have no trust in and you don't think they know you well enough to help you behave when things get scary, that's a dangerous relationship. Find a new one. Or, or... Decide whether or not you can build that one. Go talk to them. Tell them Carl Richards sent you. <laughs> and say, hey, I was listening to this podcast and Carl told me that we should have a relationship where you know me well enough 
that if I'm tempted to make the big mistake, you'll be able to talk me in off the ledge, right? Or find a new one. And that would be the criteria that I would mainly be looking at. Not necessarily are they the smartest in the world. Not necessarily do they dress the nicest. Not not what words they use or fan. It's can working with this advisor help me behave correctly? That would be the primary role. Can I trust? Now, of course, I'm sort of like, look, I, 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 I'm, I should explain real quickly that I'm taking it as a given that they'll be technically off the charts, like pros, rock stars, like they know how to do financial planning, they know how to build investment por- portfolios, and obviously they are transparent. I, I should have started with that, right? Like I take that as a given because I've been talking to, I know so many that do it that way, and that when they charge money, it will be completely transparent and disclosed. All of that stuff is a given. After all that stuff, the forcing function is, can I build the kind of relationship with this advisor that will help me behave? But this was not intended to be about advisors. It was intended to be about the investment process. Right? The investment process that I use or the investment process that my advisor has suggested I use, the only matters, it only matters to the degree that it will influence behavior. And one of the interesting sort of um, pieces that falls out of that, one of the interesting arguments that falls out of that is, you know, it may not be the most, like you could argue, it may not be the most, the, the, the best. Well, here's, here's a good way to put this. A mediocre investment process that you will stick with for a decade or two is a hundred times better than the best investment process ever invented by the mind of man that you will blow out of when it gets scary. Right. So, so that's it, my friends. The investment process only matters to the degree that it will influence your behavior. Hello at Behavior Gap. That's the email address to use for your feedback. Hello at BehaviorGap.com. And to all my friends um, in the UK and New Zealand and Australia, like mainly outside the US, uh, behavior is <laughs> spelled the American way without a U behavior gap, behaviorgap.com. Thanks.